Hello, and welcome to Facing the Gates. Uh, I am Bailey. I'm Michael. And I'm David. And uh, today we're doing an episode called Reflections on God, because the last few episodes we have discussed many of the popular arguments for God's existence and debated the existential questions of life. Maybe uh, to satisfaction of some, maybe maybe we didn't answer the questions enough to some and to people. others, we might just be a bunch of bumbling idiots getting into deep rabbit holes. Yeah, so anyway, we opened the can of worms, cans, multiple cans, very Several. existential cans. Uh, so I figured now would be a good time to kind of just go back over the past few episodes and kind of just form our thoughts and finalize everything. Um, but before I do that, there's one thing I wanted to... Uh, amend about the last episode and uh, the last episode was love and beauty there was one thing uh, one example Michael mentioned where he was like well what if you are because I was saying uh, emotions have a practical purpose that are they're essentially telling you something like if you're feeling something bad and it's a reaction to something a stimuli yeah so I mean you mentioned well what if you're depressed and your brain's telling you to just go jump off a bridge or something um i i probably should amend my statement by saying that the assumption is that your brain is functioning normally and that you aren't uh there aren't chemical imbalances yeah there aren't chemical imbalances and you aren't deficient in any way if you're deficient obviously you need to get help but please uh yeah i I didn't want to make it seem like I was just brushing off mental illness as, you know, like, like, obviously you need help if you need help. But, uh, like assuming that you are, your chemicals are balanced in your brain when you get angry or when you get sad or when you are happy or whatever, you know, that is a reaction to something which is usually telling you it's, it's like a compass, which I I mentioned, obviously I said that, but the amendment was basically, Unless something's not right. Yeah, basically, if we were to include mental illness, chemical deficiencies, or even some other things that complicate kind of the brain, yeah, it would make it such more difficult and convoluted where this is kind of like that baseline for kind of emotions and how it works. Mm-hmm. All right, so... What I wanted to do uh, for the rest of this episode is I wanted to basically go back over each episode that we've done on the arguments for God's existence and then kind of see what our final thoughts are where and how things have changed uh, or if they've changed or whatnot. So regarding the episode on morality, um, I think we all agreed that morality must have an objective source, but I think we disagree on what that source is. So what would what would you guys say? About yeah, I that? mean yeah. pretty much that's the conclusion we all got to. Because we, we don't know exactly like uh, in my example would be some form of evolution within humankind. Don't know exactly when that started, how it came, but what evolution means just kind of throwing darts at a wall and seeing what works that's kind of how she goes what about you I still feel in the fucking middle where it's like possibly evolution possibly a greater thing maybe a little of both could be yeah deistic evolution 
Mm-hmm. I, I guess my main challenge, which I, I still think is valid in this case, my main challenge is if you're saying it came from evolution in some form, uh, I just don't really think that works. I think if you have morality in an objective sense, you have to have it grounded in an objective source. Because if you ground it in evolution, that's random and chaotic and not objective. Yeah. But the kind of why it works is, oh, this does this. There's an a kind of objective benefit towards it in some sense where it's just like, I don't know exactly what to do, but I'm going to do this and see if it ha- benefits. And if not, we all die. So I mean, kind of like two animals make a beautiful baby. All right. That beautiful baby makes more beautiful babies. Something that keeps us going in evolution in our sense so we can keep on bringing it down and down and down. Yeah, because what doesn't... It doesn't necessarily have to have a benefit, but what doesn't have a big negative interaction continues. So, basically what you guys are saying, um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because basically what you're saying is you don't know where that objective source of morality comes from, but you know it works, so you don't question it. I mean, essentially, yes, because it's trying to answer stuff so deep in the past and just kind of build stuff from the ground up as kind of we've talked about with evolution and other scientific thoughts. It's taking all the pieces and trying to complete the puzzle when you don't have everything figured out. Well, the only thing is I don't think you can... This is a philosophical question. This is not something you can solve scientifically. You can't really use science to figure out where morality came from. I don't really think those two are compatible. I mean, you can you can compare like different societies and moral groups and do tests on that, but you the, the problem is you're going to have a a difficulty going from an is to an ought because science will tell you what is, but it doesn't tell you what ought is. What yeah. what it can tell you what someone's moral views are, but it can't tell you how they got there. Yeah. So and that gap has to be filled in philosophically. Yeah, and the only way yeah. I could think of testing that would be so in you fucking main. Well, I mean, you could. I'm not. I, I guess I, know, I was probably being vague. I know you're what, not saying you can't test it. Well, you can test like you can test the extrinsic actions of someone and put them to a scale on morale uh, on some I don't know I mean like there there is there are tests you can do I'm, I'm blanking right now but like there are tests you can do to measure the way someone acts in a moral way but that's just going to be a description of their moral behaviors that's not yeah. I, and I can't think of a specific example of a, of a test oh, right I, now. I can Think of one. Um, I I guess you could say like some mental health screens do kind of have that morality factor because like certain mental illnesses are very well will have like kind of apathy mm-hmm. and stuff like that where people just are void of feeling for others and that kind of compassion so they don't 
don't care. Their morals towards other people are null and void. Sure. Man, at one thing on note, kind of how I came to my basis with the idea of evolution playing a part in it is um, looking into like early hominids. There's kind of a little bit of, oh, these one, because there's ones that like were old skeletons that had like scoliosis, broken legs, and carbonatum turns out they're probably just as old as their other packed before they all died out. Mm-hmm. So it seems like somewhere in the line, there's when at least like more else see in the sense of like taking care of your fellow person and stuff like that started coming into fruition. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good example, but that proves my point. That just shows you what is that yeah. doesn't show how it came about. Yeah. It's you. I mean, you can infer that like, Oh, well, you know, they started dying, so they didn't want that to happen. Yeah. But I mean, like, the the problem still exists. You can't derive a not from an is. Yeah. So. All right. The only way you could really test it is just get a bunch of newborn babies, oh, create an, a colony. Cults have tried that. It does not work out well. Exactly. Here comes Michael's unethical. It's not humane. Uh, Here comes Michael's unethical. Actually, <laughs> science a good study to do is look into feral children. It's absolutely terrifying. S- terrifying and sad. They're animals. They're not humans. Uh, in some, they're, they have human needs and human wants, but the kind of morality and all that is null and void as social interaction is very big on how oh, you yeah. get your morals. Yeah, kind of like the two little girls and mama. Yeah. They was wild. Oh, good. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, it's been a while. Such but... a good movie. That was creepy. It made me cry a little bit at the end, though. I'm not yeah, gonna but lie. there's all... I guess, as from an atheist point of view, with no clear, like, reasoning and, like, the ought. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of one thing with everything we've been talking about. As there's not a very philosophical side, I'm trying to find, like, scientific, very clear cause for, like, oh, this happened, this happened. It might not necessarily be the reasoning behind it's happened, but it happened, so something before it caused it. I love how I'm the one who brings up that ethical stuff. And you're the atheist. <laughs> well, everyone's well, ha- sitting there in the corner well, everyone has some morals, evil Michael. ideas. I'm everyone sure. has morals. <laughs> not everyone. Yeah, not well, everyone. yes, I, I actually you're you're right. But most But people. most things have morals. Well, All right. So to wrap up on this one, um, Basically, obviously, I believe morality is grounded in God because God is an objective source. Where would you guys ground your morality in? For for the listeners at home that get confused and don't know where our positions are, because we're confusing sometimes. I'm still confused and kind of in the middle. <laughs> if you if you want, I'm just playing devil's advocate. So you don't know where morality come from, and I, I see, and it. you're not, you don't have like a, uh. A, a dog in that race where you're gonna think like I think it's this. Yeah, you don't yeah, have an educated I see it guess right go now. Either way or in the middle, it's like a whole spectrum. It's not just the A B. It's like a A through Z, where it could be somewhere little God, little this, kind of fluid. So you're gonna pull a Matt Dillahunty and say 
I'm not convinced. I'm I'm not convinced either way. Well, I mean, All I right. didn't give you a good, good agnostic is being agnostic. Yeah, <gasps> go figure. <laughs> Light bulb moment. But uh, at least we're being honest. Because, yeah. like as I said, I don't know the exact set thing that caused it, but just from looking and stuff, inferring and trying to make reason out of it, all the scientific discoveries and. Scientific discoveries are always changing. That might be entirely wrong, but only time can tell. Gotcha. All right. Well, the next thing uh, was the episode on consciousness. Um, so I think we all agree that obviously humans have a unique conscious experience, but we kind of disagree on how it came about. Yeah. Just like with morality. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these episodes <laughs> follow tie a trend. in together in a yeah. way. Like, like, I'm very much on, like, at least for now, until, say, better theories or theories that improve upon the ideas, evolution would have to take a part in it, in my eyes. Because something about consciousness said wonders for humankind. Yeah, that's just a giant question mark in in science, especially. I don't think, because I think that's a... It's such a hard... I don't think science has explained consciousness. Yeah. And I mean, the best, like you said, like the best theory, the best secular theory is evolution. But we all know that evolution isn't a one size fits all. It's a very flawed system. And it just kind of helps give the cliff notes of, oh, yeah, this is how stuff is supposed to happen. It doesn't always happen like that. It's like a skeleton rubric of Uh, how things go. I think that's kind of the beautiful thing about it. Sometimes you you know how, but you can't quite explain it. Yeah. And consciousness is definitely one of those things. Like we know what it is. We experience it we uniquely it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And the crazy thing is like, for example, there's people mapping the brain sequence. slight basically. That is terrifying. Yeah. Okay. I will tell that looks like a low res horror movie. But they what they're back. doing is using lab rats. They're when they're done testing them and whatnot. Mm, yeah, I'm kind of iffy about that, but they'll use like a piece of their brain and scan it deep enough because all brains have similar features. And then from what we know about the brain, build it. And then there's other ones that just start from the ground up, just tossing all that aside. But I'd say that is cool as shit. If yeah. you haven't seen it, bro, it's just... It, it was. Are you talking about the, uh, the thing where they... Well, you're talking about a rat brain, but I think I heard recently that I saw like a supercomputer replicated one second of the human brain activity. Yeah, there it like what I'm talking about, like started decades ago. Oh, okay. Where that's very much new thanks to like artificial, well, AI testing and mm -hmm. neural networks, which are crazy math. Uh, they're, They're not programmed, they're math. And... It is very crazy because even if it says that gains consciousness, we wouldn't necessarily know because we can't speak to it. But see, my thing is that terrifies me because I really don't want you guys to be able to look back in my brain like, ah, oh, he saw that. Oh, he was here. <laughs> That's what creeps me out about it. Yeah, if we well, figure out where consciousness goes, we can... Well, the, the big thing here is we assume that consciousness is in the brain. And we're trying to do all these brain scans 
because I. But it's it, in the stomach. No, I'm not saying like it resonates anywhere in. It's you're physically saying it's in the spirit. It it could okay so, uh, and I can show you guys a video later. Um, but <clears throat> there's a theory, uh, that essentially, it's kind of a, uh, a combination that like your mind, your brain, is projecting information but it's projecting information from something and that i the idea is that your soul is where you and your memories and your personality where all these distinct things that make you you exist and then that is projected essentially into your brain this, this, i know this sounds like the, it feels this like, like VR. Yeah, this this sounds like Bro, I, I stuff, can buy but, an Oculus now. But basically, in your brain, when you you have the certain parts of your brain that do certain functions, these are projections. These aren't. These don't mean that these parts of your brains are the the complete end where they originate from. This so, is just this is just what we see. That's it's kind of like the is ought kind of thing. It's like so what you max. see happening in your brain when you do a scan. That's what it is, but where it comes from is deeper. Essentially, that that was probably a really butchered way of so explaining basically it. So basically, in, in simpler terms, your keyboard, your mouse, your monitor, your peripherals are kind of like your body, your soul. Where the brain is like your computer. It's processing everything and delivering it to you. Yes, essentially. So we're like mechs. We're like what? So you're like saying... information is being sent back and you're controlling it, uh-huh. but it's not necessarily here. So you're just controlling this. So you're saying yeah. we're simulate. We're in a simulation and we're just we're... a giant cloud server. <laughs> we're like drone robots. Like fucking. Or, or you could just call it a soul. You don't have to be weird about it. Yeah. No, I want to <laughs> pretend I'm Optimus Prime. Okay. Right, he was the coolest. You can no, be, you're Bumblebee. You can pretend to be whatever you want. I mean, Bumblebee's cool as hell, too. He was a sweet <laughs> Camaro. He looked at Busted the Starwood, but he came back shining. You know the DMV would not let that pass. Michael's gone on another one of his weird things. The first Transformer movie with a Shia LaBeouf in it. <laughs> and what was it, Megan Fox? Yeah, Megan Fox. Yeah. Well... To wrap this part up, I, I think um, my main point from the episode when we recorded it was I argue that like consciousness can't come from non-consciousness. I don't think it can evolve in the sense that we're talking about. I think it's logical to presume that consciousness comes from a conscious source, which is God. What about y'all? Yeah, I mean, for, but, for me, it's just big... Uh, question as we've stated because it's such an as we said it's such an abstract thing to comprehend and think about and then as we said differing levels of consciousness for like say dog a dog knows what it is it's a creature does a dog it know has what a it mi- is uh, I mean they've done this and it. Our dogs, dogs can recognize themselves dogs can they recognize remember, they know their habits like when the little puppy wakes up, she goes outside. Yeah, but a dog's not going to consider going to college, you know. Yeah, but you that's... don't know that. 
There's doggy college. Some dogs are very well trained. I'm pretty certain we've talked this exact yeah. same conversation. Yeah. I'm pretty certain you said the exact same thing in the, I mean, in the episode. I mean, there are some well trained. They can recognize heart attack, yeah. stroke, Alzheimer's, But what I'm diabetes. getting at is these animals are not on the same level as yeah, they're not big on the same brain kind us. Of tier of consciousness as yeah, we Yeah, but are. they can have a stream of consciousness. Okay, Michael. Do all dogs go to heaven? <laughs> Some dogs don't deserve to, okay? If they do, I'll be upset. I'm going to go up to the big man. Hey, that dog just bit people. Just mean to be mean. Great family. Spoiled him running. But he was just the meanest dog. Bit the little girl's finger off. And then... And if he's up there, I'm going to be upset. Because he's going to bite me. <laughs> he's, he's just waiting at the pearly gates for you. And you start some more sinning, if that's the case. But back to the topic. All right, Michael, are you? <laughs> I was waiting on you to, to bring it back. Uh, so let's wrap up consciousness. Where do you think it comes from? I already said where I think it comes from. Everybody knows. It's arguments I, for God's existence is the whole point of. But go ahead. Uh, again, I can see it coming from a lot of things. I, I haven't really dialed it down to one quite yet. Because for all we know... Because you're the agnostic. You, you gotta say, I don't it, know. Or you just click <laughs> off one day. All electricity in your brain stops going. You just... <laughs> you unplugged. And then you find out the DMT theory was true. <laughs> or wasn't. Joe Rogan might be wrong. I mean, that theory was out way before him. Yeah. But, but then there's, like, weird theories about, like, monkeys taking mushrooms but, but and all back, that. Back, back to the... Yeah, let's, yeah. Uh, we're going on. So you, I, 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 again, same with, same with the morality. Yeah, it could come from a t bunch of different stuff, and I'm not saying any of them is necessarily wrong. Right at this point, except I don't believe we're in a simulation, so that's really it. Got to yeah. jab that one back in. Oh, we'll get to that. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I assume you're probably going to say evolution, most likely. Uh, evolution is your. It's your best guess. It, it yeah, it's my best guess. It's. Probably not correct. There's probably a way better way of ex describing it and figuring it out, but we aren't there technologically yet to be able to figure it out. Well, and even if we do, who's to say we would understand it because it's such a higher abstract idea? And we could think we have it, but we could be wrong. So, yeah. Evolution be, ex is I'm like... Gonna, I want to play devil's advocate here. Yeah. What if you can't get there technologically because the best explanation is God and you can't scientifically explain well, God? the pursuit of knowledge is infinite and painful. What if everybody's just too stupid to find that's it a, out? That's a, that's a dodge. What if there's it's a non-response. What if there's well, one guy we all thought were crazy? Like he's in a mental hospital somewhere, but he's right. Well, I mean, like, for example, in my lifetime, we'll, we're not going to figure it out. Yeah. But if those who believe it is, say, evolution or some something like being scientifically proven, just like with someone heavily tuned religiously looking and finding solutions through religion, the, they will keep pursuing that answer, even if it's on the opposite end of the spectrum. It's not necessarily a good thing, but it's how we all do. 
I mean, because one person could think two plus two is four, and then the other person could think it's five, but and they'll wrong. work out the fig. Yeah, they'll try to explain themselves until they die. But the question, could we figure it out in your next lifetime? You know, this reincarnation thing might be true. If reincarnation is true, I need to reevaluate everything if I remember it. I think if, if reincarnation were true, we would already remember a lot of things, but we don't. Or so. we could be new souls. What What if God's just like, you You don't need to remember that. Like like a no, game what's plus. Point? What's the fucking point No, it's that? like a recycle bin. Everything gets wiped and you're just tossed. All right. it's, All right. like, it's like a used hard drive. All right. Well, let, let's... Let's move on to the next thing. Um, the next episode was a double episode. It was uh, the origins of life in the universe. Dun, dun, dun. So I think we all pretty much agreed that um, science has gaps in its explanation on origins, um, like the Big Bang Theory and evolution. Like the, These are like sort of there, but they still don't explain like the actual origin part, yeah. how, how it the actually happened. The chicken and egg scenario. Yeah, uh, and then we also agreed that simulation theory is just covert theism. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, if you believe there mm. is a God and he's controlling everything, cool, just say that. But if you go, no, man, we're all in a simulation, there is no God, uh, you're just being a fucking moron. No fun. beating around the bush. Funny thing, when we were talking about, like, uh, consciousness and, like, the kind of brain mapping, and as I said about... If we even achieve, if we even achieve consciousness, that would be proving one of uh, the trifecta. I forget his name, which is funny, but still, simulation theory is a is a farce. It's there, diet there, theism more than agnostic theism. Hey, is. Just admit there's a god already. Join my club. Yeah, we don't have that many. Members. I see so many people that unironically believe in simulation theory, and it makes me want to. Strangled Some it. people believe the earth is flat. Okay. Like well, they're beyond hope. We can't fix them. I mean <laughs> people stormed the fucking capital for a president. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, actually the little quick tidbit. The first time I ever met a flat earther, he wrote down on a little strip of paper, kind of like the size of a fortune cookie, a YouTube link. That how, explained... the, how does he re wait? He remembered like the whole like yes. hyperlink. Yes. What kind of insane flat Earth people do you talk to, David? It's the religion, bro. Back when I worked at my old job. Wait, the DJ? Yes. Oh hell! <laughs> not, not the one that. Yeah, I, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah, he yeah. looks like a flat earther. He is, and I'm just saying it. If your best thing's a YouTube video, you have more explaining to do. It, that's almost as bad as a wikipedia article i mean at least religions have books yeah like well thought out first <laughs> not too many spelling gra issues they have hundreds not, of books not too many grammar issues at least they got a book you got a fucking youtube link i feel triggered right now i've done a lot of research and use uh youtube links as sources yeah but, but those those generally actually are but like, that's, that's not your only like, source those are like meta sources and they're like, like they have sources within they're kind of aggregation of all the sources they've looked because they'll yeah. be like oh well Oops. so and so says this which i don't mind but they're more like research but no videos. this was just one person talking no sources no quotes oh. nothing oh yeah that's inexcusable all right if it's if, as bad as a wikipedia article about sources for a college paper if someone manages to prove me the earth is flat i will go join a southern baptist <laughs> church 
I'll start singing in the choir. <laughs> All right. Because I'm everything's going to be wrong then. But back to the topic at hand. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think it's kind of it's probably impossible for science to answer questions such as how or why did the Big Bang occur? Yeah. And then even if they answer it, there's always what happens before that. Well, well, yeah, I mean, it's just an infinite regress. And there's always healthy skepticism. But I mean, I don't think you can explain like, okay, like if everything that exists was once condensed into a tiny singular particle that just exploded one day. uh, How how do you get? Was there space before that? Was there time? Did how do you know? Did all of this stuff happen beforehand? Why did it? happen where was this where yeah, yeah where was this yeah it's a chicken and egg scenario and but, like that that's the kind of thing you cannot observe because it's in the infinite past mm-hmm. anyway yeah it's definitely one of those you gotta be there like yeah. bro you missed it yeah match um, me and the one guy missing the universe being created you'd feel like a real loser anyway um I think the evidence points to something outside of our universe that had or has power over the establishment of our existence because time and space can't create itself. That's redundant. So I think the existence of life and the universe ultimately points to a creator of life and the universe. Which, I mean, obviously yeah, we have episodes only on that. The person but, I can make nothing into something. Yeah. Aliens. But they who created them? We have to find them and ask them. Okay, now that's another... If aliens exist. That's another rabbit hole. What, that's a different episode, yeah. which we may well, or may not do. Both of those are different episodes. Who created God? No, it's not. I already answered that question. Who created the aliens who created God? Who created God is like any... If you come up like... Okay. Well, If you go... I, if yeah. any skeptical person is like i got him and goes up to like uh, a christian or a theist and they're like oh yeah who created god that they're immediately gonna face paul that's the point because he is the beginning yeah he's I, an omnipresent being he's outside of space and time he's he's in god yeah i'm glad you remembered that because i think yeah. you did like legitimately you weren't like like i got him figured out you're, you're gonna be like well who created the source of the creation? Yeah, and to, to get an answer for the people. Yeah, yeah. Because so. I'm not that much of a fucking idiot. Yeah. Oh, I, so you weren't actually asking. You just wanted to know. Yeah. The, the, you I were said just that testing me. Because if, if I believe in a God, it is an omnipresent being. It always yeah. has and always will. Whether or not it has a hand to play here, but the idea of a God is that. It always has, always is, always will. Um, this is unless you're in Greek or Roman and then you can birth like a fucking God out of another God. Yeah. But, th- but no one believes in those anymore. Yeah. They were cool though. <laughs> Crazy stories. Bunch of um, banging. Kind of a side story. Uh, this past week I went through my old college notes on, um, ancient Christianity and comparative religion. If you want, I can bring that over and just let you... I mean, you may not understand some of it because it was I was writing notes from like a slideshow. But if you want to look at them... I'll read it. Oh, making notes from a slideshow is the worst yeah. because you want to write it all down. 
Well, I it was an on. They were both online classes, so I could pause them. Oh, okay. And stuff, but, but that's better. Yeah. I've had to write down stuff. See, I used to like teachers writing stuff down. Like I hated when they would just talk and talk and never shut the fuck up. I was like, write this shit down so I can get it, or they just hang you a pamphlet. All right, basically. we're on a rabbit hole. I gotta stop this. You get you get on tangents. God. All right. It's been a where long do you week. where do you guys uh, let's wrap up this one? Um, where do you guys think the origins of life in the universe are coming from? Michael, we already know. Are you gonna say I don't know? Could be either way, but or a mixture of both. As again, an agnostic theist, would you say even if say well, you're, the Big you're Bang a theist? Days, yeah, even aren't you? Because they got just, be- I mean, just, higher- just because I believe in a God does not mean I believe in a God, an all controlling God. I can believe in a God that has the power of control, but just lets this do its thing and see what happens. Well, that doesn't get into like pantheism or versus, you know, panentheism or anything like that. Like this, this is just like if God created life in the universe doesn't mean that God is or is not involved with that universe. It just means that he created it. So, I mean, that doesn't put you on either side of the fence with that. And and the other thing, um, I would think you would agree with these arguments, pretty much all of them, because they're theistic arguments. They're, they're really helping your position, to be honest. They're not specifically Christian arguments. Yeah. I mean, obviously Christians use them because they're theists, but... Literally any theistic religion, uh, like I saw a debate the other day where a Muslim is using the uh, the moral argument against an atheist, and I mean it, it's it's one of the more popular ones, which is why I started off with it. But yeah, I mean, with origins of like the universe and life, it's more a lot of religions. Well, even if they don't believe the same God, there's at least that. Oh yeah, this everything that exists is contingent. The, yeah, the higher power made it, or the higher power had some part in it. Yeah, well, basically, the the way the contingency argument is going is everything comes from something, and it is just going to infinitely regress until you yeah. get to the infinite past, or, and then what is that first cause? Yeah, and logically, you have to deduce that it has to be at least powerful enough. To create all of those things yeah. in the first place. So he might just like flip the switch and be like, oh yeah, it's create and just sit back. Or he could be like actively working on it, you Cause, know? Because I think it's a little bit Plans absurd to assume that time and space created itself, life created itself, consciousness created itself. That's a lot of coincidences. But time and space Be- are- Borderline miraculous. Go ahead. <laughs> Time is a measurement, human creation. Not necessarily. Used to explain how long or forward something goes or takes. It is ever changing. But you have to be able to distinguish that. Are you one of those people that says time doesn't exist? No, it exists. So where did it come from? Yeah, where does time come from, Michael? Who gave <laughs> us the... We are the ones that recognize the ideas of time. Yeah. 
we're the ones who gave measurements to the Wait, IVs who created of time. the thing things are, are, that show us what time is are you gonna say time is a construct i was i, I was thinking of the word i was about to say <laughs> that's that's where he's going with my this. brain forgets what the word construct uh, means what's the a word? human invention to Not, explain a phenomenon Time. So, I mean, and, and I think we had, I don't know if this was on recording or not, but I'm just, I think we said, uh, I don't know if this is on recording or not, but yeah, I think we, I made a shitty joke about it because it's that, like the common argument against everything. Well, oh, it's, it's a human construct. Yeah. Construct. When someone says, oh, it's a construct. The well, representation of it is a construct. The idea of it is ever going. So can, it always has. Okay. It's, uh, Michael with the big Dr. Pepper claws. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just confused about everything, everybody. All right, well, where do you think origins of the life come from in the universe? I have no idea. We need idea. to wrap this one up. Still yeah. figuring that one out. All right. Yep. All right. Theus yeah. is confused. Okay. Brain's okay. on fire. All right. Hey, you know where I fall. Yeah. Go... Because I don't necessarily know where when it started because there's many different theories revolving around it and to be there would be uh, impossible at time travel. Do any of your theories have a God in them? No. Of course not. He's yeah. an atheist. Yeah. I mean, there's some cool theories and hopefully with like the exploration of Mars and stuff we could have a better grasp of those theories. But it will be an infinite, painful struggle to figure it out. Do you think if we colonize enough Earth, we might... I mean, enough of the universe, we might find God? Could he just be out there somewhere, just chilling? If he's out there chilling, I want him to sit right here and have a conversation with us, because I gotta rethink everything. Bro, he's past Pluto. What you talking <laughs> Could God be in space, Bailey? Are you asking me seriously? Or Maybe God is space. Could a physical representation of God be in space? Just looking over. Look, I don't know where Jesus went. He, could, I mean, he according, according to the gospel accounts, he just left. He just went up in the clouds. He could technically still be somewhere a part of the material universe. And if we're going to say Jesus is God, sure, you could find God in that sense. Maybe he's just hanging out there. Maybe he just got far enough from Earth and yeeted into another dimension. Maybe he had to go save another planet. Maybe, maybe that's heaven, why Mars isn't here Maybe no heaven is a material place that is just really far out, or maybe it's an alternate dimension. But then that I falls into the these God questions. is an alien thing, and that but, gets weird. But the quick. idea that we can just find God is probably absurd. Not us because find I him, think, because he would have to want you to find him for you to find him. I don't... But don't we always find God I, I in think the Bible? The physical representation. Yeah, you can find a physical version of him, but isn't that all? Well, here's the thing. Let me let me clarify. Well, most this, of them this, are is a, this is a rabbit hole, but I'm gonna wrap this up. Uh, when we say God, generally we're referring to if we're talking about the Christian God, we're generally referring to God the Father. Um, previous generations have made distinctions, but. If we're talking about going to find God the Father, probably not going to find him. He's probably, and he's probably that immaterial thing that we refer to as God. He 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 he's got to want you to find him. Now, if you find a physical being that is God, that would be Jesus, and he can exist in the material universe because he has. So he could just be chilling out there near Pluto. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he is. 
I think uh, maybe yeah. I would, maybe he's a superhero that needs to go save other places. Pretty certain that I would die laughing if. Pretty one day. certain he referenced um, when he after his resurrection that he when he was speaking to Mary he said, "Don't touch me. I have not returned to the Father yet." So that implies that he was going to return to the Father, who is not of the material universe. So therefore, he's probably not hanging out in the material universe. Anyway. We're going to move on to the next thing, because this is a rabbit trail. Uh, the paranormal episode. Um, we agree that assuming the paranormal exists, it must necessarily lead to something beyond naturalism and potentially to God. Uh, but some of us agree. Uh, some of us disagree on the existence of paranormal. Yeah. Ghosties are real. Yeah. And I mean, and that just falls into the as I haven't experienced it. Until I have some sort of experience that would change my viewpoint, it would not exist. Let's start doing some occult shit. David. Yes. Like, let's sacrifice a goat. No. If you applied that logic to anything else, that would be problematic. Because if you say, my grandfather's uh, motorcycle doesn't exist because I haven't experienced it, and then he drives past, and you say, well... I haven't experienced it, so... Well, I experienced him driving past, so therefore, it exists. So, until you see it, it doesn't exist. Alright, let me ask you... Here's a a real question. If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around to see it, did it fall in the forest? Who knows? Alright, that that explains it. He's one of those people. But I... I, I, Have you ever had someone you, you care about get murdered? Not that I know of. Do people get murdered? Yeah. So therefore, I mean, at our you own, haven't experienced, you haven't experienced it. it at our but jobs. people get shot every day. <laughs> well, you, it's you, a physical aspect. Well, there are ghosts among us. Well, I mean, it, yeah. My my frustration is I literally showed you evidence, and you're like, yeah. oh, well, I didn't experience it, so it's not real. Well, I mean, I know there are like hardcore skeptics out there like yeah. that, but I mean. I feel like people are a little bit more reasonable if they're open to the evidence. And if they see evidence, then they're like, eh, it's not evidence to me because I don't experience it. You know what? Let's just take you to a haunted-ass place and lock you in there all night. Let's do it. I mean, we'll do it. I need to um, talk to the I need some, like, real evil spirits, too, to really get to him. He doesn't believe in him. He'll be fine. (laughs) I don't know about that. That's not how Bailey believes that's not um, what Bailey believes. You might see who I David comes to... back as. Mm-mm. I don't want him to come back. Maybe. What I just like. I mean, I don't. I don't. Uh, no. I like get really blind. Sh- blindfold him so he doesn't know how to get back home. So when he, we drop him off, he's just there. Michael's <laughs> trying to get David possessed. Is what he's saying. Not yeah. necessarily. Just. Just like, the tip. You just. You just said there have to be evil spirits. So that like doesn't a, mean they're going to possess you. So like you. a diet possession. You know, they're just taking him out for dinner. <laughs> Not hitting a home run yet. Uh, get to know me stage. Yeah. Maybe give him a little kiss on cheek. They swipe right on my ghost tender. <laughs> yeah. You know, hop in your DMs, you get connected, okay. and they ghost you. Oh, my God. All right. Half of this episode is just garbage. But ghosts are real. Ghosts are real. Yeah, David. And and Michael- The different types of spirits, that's, that's up to your personal belief, but- idea of ghost is real. Ghosties are real. Michael, I think this is one of the arguments you agree with. 
that it the supernatural is basically evidence for God. Evidence of a higher power, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, even... Wow, we got him on one of them, at least. Yeah. At least he agrees with one of them. And I, mean, I believe agree, there's a God. Agreed on that. Or a higher power. Well, I mean, I'm giving you... All of these arguments are bolstering your position. You yeah. should take them all and run. Yeah. Not just be like, mm, I don't know about so, that one. Just as... Uh, this. You don't know because then you're you're the more on is. his side when you're saying like, well, this this one doesn't work. This yeah. one doesn't work. I don't like that one. <laughs> I mean, so are you? Are you? I'm out just confused a, on a lot of the shit. If uh, you want to be honest, are you coming out as an atheist, Michael? You gonna join the? What are you gonna admit? You I secretly believe in God, but you you talk to him every night He's and just, cry. <laughs> David's just trolling us. And usually, He's actually way usually, more developed yeah, than I'm in the long con. I, I've been I, doing this for. David is secretly gonna become a monk one day. I could see it. That's a, that's a bad part. He's a fight. What? How our family balds? Uh, get. I mean, uh, I could do like monk stuff in the forest, just chilling. I mean, and like, you don't have to worry about ever, anyone asking if you're going to get married or have kids. Dude, that sounds kind of baller. But, you know, no touching yourself. Eh, I don't do that anyway. All right. So uh, to summarize, Michael Ghost. believes in spirits. Ghosties are real. And he thinks that is evidence for a higher power. Is Ghosties that, is, that right? is real. Okay. Yep. And I don't believe in spirits, but I do believe in the idea that if there are spirits, there must be something more. So I agree. So premise... Hook us up. He, he agrees with the conclusion, but not the premise. Basically. Yeah. So gotcha. anybody listening that has a real haunted place, hook us up. We need some permission. I mean, I know I mean, few. I, I just I also worked in a there. supposedly haunted hotel <laughs> at night. At night. The only scary things I got were weird propositions. All right. Well, my recap of uh, the argument for that episode was basically I believe that since the supernatural can be personally experienced and empirically verified, that it is irrefutable evidence that the supernatural at the very least exists. Um, and the ex existence of evil spirits implies the existence of good spirits. Without one another, they are simply arbitrary. So it is logical to deduce, deduce that there must be a rational moral source for these entities which I believe is best explained with the existence of God. And we all nod our head, but nobody can hear it. <laughs> Ghosties are real. Ghosties are real. See, I like to keep it simple for the people. Ghosts are real. Accept yeah. it. And we need to teach David ghosts are real. Yeah. Yeah. The, the one time y'all can gang up on me. <laughs> I, I'm... Hey, let's just like put bed sheets over her head and cut out like a face and spook him real good when he's sleeping. <laughs> That's not how it works. Dude, I'll be Michael, thinking you're trying to spook me with something we else. We play some ghost while we do it. Scooby Doo music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next thing uh, love and beauty. We agree that we perceive love as a transcendent experience, but differ on whether or not the implications of that experience point to God. Uh, we also agree that beauty is subjective, and pretty much all of us disagree on where it comes from. I think that was, uh, if that was not exactly what we, where we are. Yeah, know, because but. I was sitting there arguing the like real reasons why beauty would be used, and 
evolution and how it has a in love as a more safe approach in evolution or why our brains work that way because it's better for the pack yeah, but that's just an idea yeah and, and like as I kind of gave uh I gave the most atheist answer yeah and I <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of followed you with like the oh that mouth like you see the beautiful mountain you see trees they're beautiful you see this calm beautiful place oh yeah it would be nice to have a little cabin in the woods and just live there because it seems like you'll do pretty fine there but also beauty can be what yeah. we want not what we need I think love more comes for the what we need but and beauty helps yeah it's hard to love someone with an ugly face if their face is beautiful to you it's a lot easier <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Back, they, people used to get arranged marriage and be married to one ugly motherfucker. And you don't get love out of that because they don't like each I mean, other. We, we saw the old European kings and queens. It was ugly. But and where's your thoughts on this, Bailey? Um, Because, I mean, that was... That was <clears throat> A weird rabbit holy episode. Yeah, we did go on a bunch of different, different directions. Um, basically, when we are in love with someone, we kind of, we start to think in a transcendent matter. So we may think further in the future than we normally would. We might perceive ourselves differently, and we're gonna act out of respect for an individual person more than we would normally act out for anyone else. So what I'm getting at is, love can be a covert way of making us think and act very existentially whereas otherwise we wouldn't do that so my question is why is that the case and I believe that is one of the ways that God communicates with us see I just remember you trying to use me as an example in my name I'm like that is a bad idea my friend you must not know me and my relationships yeah well, I've seen it. Well, I was just saying that, like, obviously, I mean, you're probably, most people, what I was getting at with that part was it, most people don't think of love as a chemical reaction. Yeah. I mean, you might, you know, I mean, a even, scientist might even believe if it that's is, what it is. There's more behind it. And yeah, but you can I mean, witness the changes when someone sees something that causes that reaction yeah look at their dick yeah I just mean, get a thermal gun i i yeah i mean <laughs> people's body temperature raises their eyes i forget they dilate yep they want to mate um yeah and some people as i said butterflies in their stomach the body kind of does a weird opiate like reaction i know what kind of love you guys are in i wish i had that feeling well, it's <laughs> all right. Yeah, and then there's like dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin that plays in other things, but also plays in like feelings of love and whatnot. All right. Well, uh, the other thing was uh, with beauty. Uh, I think it's kind of arbitrary and pointless under the naturalistic worldview because, sure, it may be nice to spend time with beautiful people or listening to beautiful music or looking at beautiful art 
but what is the evolutionary purpose of beauty? If God is an artistic creator being, wouldn't it make much more sense to believe that we share in these traits with him? And I, I remember saying beauty, especially back in older times, was really depicted on what was a healthier, safer lifestyle. They used to like bigger women. I mean, they had money and they had food every night. Mm-hmm. Or they might like big old boobies. Better than our sweat. Yeah. And At the, least in the animal's eyes, because they're seeing it as like, oh, this person's able to eat, have this figure. Mm-hmm. Take care of their kids. Oh, this man is muscular. Like, uh, God, what's, what's that dude on the Old Spice commercial? You know, the really rhythm one who was in Everybody Is Chris. People look at that like, he can survive. He can supply. That's beautiful. It might might get twisted over the years. Yeah, I mean, and love varies to the most, culture to culture. Yeah. To the most our perceptions are. Perceived safe route. You want someone who's fit, looks like they eat good, looks like they're mentally together to raise a child. And that's beautiful. Yeah, and I mean, there's also big... Like nowadays, it's a lot about communication and being. But where to, does it come from? That's what. Yeah. That's what the, the whole thing is. The need is. to like, continue the bloodline. Yeah. The need to survive as a pack. Two is one, and one is none. If you are one that does not want to continue the bloodline, it's pack survival. Okay. There's you can, power you can pull in the evolution card, but what happens when you are in love and then you jump in front of a car and then you die and then that doesn't promote life because you die? What promoted a fucking idiot jump in front of a car? If yeah. you, There's if you not going to be more people jumping in front, in front of a car, car yeah. to protect your significant other because but, you're in love with them and then you die. Uh, that's well, not promoting up. the evolution. Are we talking about us as a band or I'm as, talking about us like, as a unisex being I'm to about another like a, unisex being? I'm talking about like a hypothetical scenario where, I don't know, a woman's crossing the street. It's the man's wife or whatever. He runs out in the street Pushes her out of the way, but he gets hit by the car. Yeah. That's the bearer of life. Yeah. We're just a vessel and, to put the life in. And in the after I, the baby is born, we yeah. don't have to deal with it. Usually right. the mothers deal with yeah. it. And that's the, why. And you don't see a woman pushing a listen, man out of the way. Yeah. And in the I idea didn't of, say they had kids. Yeah. And then the idea of evolution, there's the kind of like remnants of what could have been useful beforehand that now is very flawed. Um, it could be like for pack survival, no woman bears child. So therefore men go first. Now, I mean, we kind of still have that with like war and stuff or pack survival. They we don't, just do no. things that are counterintuitive to the, our survival when we're in love. Not always. I mean, not always, but sometimes we do some stupid shit when we're in love yeah. to protect that other person. And that doesn't always benefit our survival as a whole but it benefits the group survival yeah evolution is not about if you die the, evolution is not about the singular it's about the species as a whole yeah but if you you might have a better chance of living jumping in front of that car if there's a little skinny old woman versus a big old dude i guarantee that car is gonna feel that dude a lot more 
He's more likely to survive. You're changing the scenario. What? But you didn't give me an equal scenario now. Yeah. I didn't what? specify anything. I'm just saying. Let's 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 put this in a syllogism. All right. The evolutionary, the the, the logic is. If love exists, it is then it is to promote survival. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the problem then is if someone is acting out of love and they do something that doesn't promote survival, that would seem to be a contradiction. Is what I'm getting at. If you walk past the pool when the kid's drowning, you're going to pull that little bastard out? How is that? Hold on. Okay, yeah, sure. Does that help your survival any? Does that help your client's survival any? Do you love that baby? Probably. I don't know. (laughs) It depends if I know him. But, I mean, it's an act of love, I guess. Act of love for your... But but who... Human kind as a species. Okay, but who can alive. fight the water better? You or the baby? You obviously you just pull the baby out of it. You're not drowning. Yeah. But why would you put yourself snoring. in that risk? Yeah. Because of love, I guess. And see, but that's what I'm saying is it can go both ways. Yeah. Yeah, and it could but be both or. A lot kind of, of that evolutionary trait, but one, especially with, say, like, cars and stuff, it doesn't necessarily... The only thing you're able to process is that is an innate threat. Mm-hmm. You're not able to necessarily think about the repercussions. Yeah. Pretty much, it's like, oh, yeah, threat. Me, man, save. It's like someone jumping in front of a bullet. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm you, gonna be talking the, in circles. Yeah, but the technology. Yeah, because it's <clears throat> also putting like modern technology towards something that is very primitive in ideals. Like right. Evolution. All right. So let's wrap up uh, on lo- the love and beauty thing. Yeah, we were getting on the same tangent we did in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Just slightly different. Yeah. So, where do you guys think love and beauty come from? I think you both said basically evolution. Yeah, from what what we see. But beauty is arbitrary. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you can't point to evolution and say... Well, I think I said, like... No, it, yes, you can. I, to what you find beautiful. You can't point to evolution. It could have... How does that help your survival? Beautiful features are for most desirable mates. Yeah. If you didn't perceive beauty, you would still mate. Yeah, but you might have some fucked you up baby. You don't need beauty to mate. You might have a baby with, like, no legs. That baby ain't gonna live. What I'm getting at is if we did not perceive beauty, we would still mate. We don't need yeah. beauty to mate. Yeah, but then I guess and that, doesn't sur- that doesn't play a necessary role in our survival. I think in he, evolution it does. I mean, look at Beauty the, does not. Look at peacocks. The most beautiful mate first. They get the best mate. Um, the biggest, the strongest, the healthiest. Yeah. That's beautiful. The ones with the healthier genes, eye color, hair color, things like that. But, what, but the problem is you're saying if we do not perceive beauty, we would not evolve. And there's a problem with that because that's not true. 
if we did not perceive beauty, we would still mate. See, the issue is we can't prove without beauty we would not evolve. Look at certain animals. <laughs> and then... Have, hold the up, hold up. Have you seen what some people call beautiful? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's beautiful of them, though. I ain't knocking it. I mean, they right. might have some ugly kids, but hopefully them kids going to be healthy. I believe love can come from more than just evolution, but I think beauty is largely evolution-based. Okay. Yeah, and... I know that's as backwards as what most people would say. And I mean, and it does also fall into our cultural and social perceptions and what's beautiful as well. Like, it could have the start of evolution, but we, uh, as we've... Yeah, society probably plays a little bit of a role. Yeah, booties made a comeback. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, good example. Fat asses. Back in, like, the 90s, was very skinny. Now we want women to be thick and men to be muscular with a nice haircut. Actually, now people want dad bods. Yeah. Yeah, or dad... Well, dad bods is, like... Look, it around here, he looks like he can raise a kid. He looks like he drinks a 30 rack with his boys at the football <laughs> game, comes back and plays with the baby. And takes his kid fishing. And takes kid fishing. He looks like he's going to be a good dad. Put a baby all right, in there. All right, all right. Yeah. But that could be more like imitate. <laughs> okay, so basically you guys both say basically evolution. But Michael says it could be, love could be something higher. Yeah. Yeah. And you say basically evolution for both. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, basically, uh, I think with our conclusions is the only argument that either of you agree with is the paranormal argument Michael agrees with. Yes. And both the rest of you, you both disagree with the rest of them. Yeah, and I, I don't disagree. Or on aren't, aren't yeah. convinced, at least. Yeah, yeah, I'm not convinced. Undecided. I, I agree on, like, Agnostic. if there is a God, it would make sense. But as I'm an atheist, I don't believe there is one. So. Well, that's that's the point of these episodes. Yeah, because, and I I've mentioned this before, but basically, I wanted to present you guys with some philosophical arguments for God's existence because these are not obviously an exhaustive list. This is just like, this is just the tip of the iceberg. There's a mm. lot more, but you'll at least now know like some of the reasons philosophers have used to point to, or theists have point used to point to the existence of God. Theistic philosophers. Yeah. Um, So, this next statement is not really going to be related to you guys because you pretty much disagree with all the arguments or don't agree. or or Undecided. Undecided. (laughs) But, if you were to agree with all of these arguments for God's existence, here's the kind of picture of God we would have. God is a necessary, rational source for morality, a conscious and vastly intelligent being, a highly powerful and transcendent creator of all life and the material existence, a supernatural slash transcendent being, an artistic being that appreciates artistic perceptions, and a being that is the source of love, feels emotion, and can be experienced personally. So that is the generic theistic God based off of those arguments and then from there obviously you can get more specifically into certain religious arguments um, which we will do in future episodes but um, I I would say that probably starts to look more like the Judeo-Christian God yeah also yeah. you should do people's Tinder profiles because that was beautiful that was very 
Very solid. Yeah, I guess. Thanks. <laughs> Not that I need a tender, but if I ever do, I know who's doing my damn bio. Oh, no. You actually don't want me to do your bio, Mike. I'll, I'll be too be, honest. I'll be like a 45-year-old dude on Tinder. <laughs> Just depressed because everything's left me. And then you ask me to make a dating webpage for you so you can link it. <laughs> All right. Well, as we're wrapping up, um, I want to ask you guys, how have your views slash understanding of God changed since the beginning of this series? Or have they? Basically, how have things changed since we started talking about yeah. the philosophical I mean, arguments? As we've been going through with everything, like for me, still, still an atheist, but that's it's kind of reassure. Like if there was a god, that's it makes a lot of sense. It fills in everything. You at least understand why yeah. people would believe. It's kind of how like when I was trying to be religious, how I wanted to view God as. Yeah, because it's kind of like uh, your roommate came in here the other day. He's like, oh, you're one of those God people. He didn't seem to understand uh, why someone would believe in God. And, yeah. like, and then well, there's, like, there, here's why. Yeah, and then you have like a cool outlined. conversation. Yeah. But, you know, he always got to do a like, little jab. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it's it's, I wasn't offended. it's like, oh, you're one of those fucking atheists. <laughs> yeah. No one ever talks about my people because we barely exist at this point. Or we're not honest enough with ourselves to say we exist. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people try to choose a side. I'm spiritual, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, don't choose a side and do your research. Figure out what's right for you. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where you fall. These hope. A lot of people are going to be wrong in the end. Hopefully you figure it out, but if not, if there's a God, as Michael says, uh, hopefully he understands. Yeah, so what uh, What has Michael learned? Has Michael learned anything? I've got a better, more informational understanding uh-huh. of where you come from. And even if you're making an argument not for yourself, but for other people mm-hmm. with certain philosophies and stuff. It's more of a better understanding of where all that comes from and how that comes from yeah. and how some of it is bullshit. Yeah. But how and understanding how people get in certain mindsets and schools of thought that they believe certain things. I'm still agnostic. Agnostic mm-hmm. as hell. But I have a little bit better understanding of the sides gotcha. instead of just being like, this is what I learned. This is what I've studied. This is what I know about everybody else. Yeah. And so you can you can kind of like a lot of these were obviously these are theistic arguments. So I would think you would agree with them. But I feel like this would kind of equip you if somebody comes up to you and say, all right, well, you're an agnostic. Okay, so why do you believe in God? Yeah. If you could point to these arguments why and outline them and say... Why are Instead of just being like, well, I just believe because I do. That's one thing I get annoyed with with certain Christians that are just want to take everything on faith. I just think they're lazy because yeah. they don't have they do not do the t- do the research and realize that like there are reasons to believe... Because I didn't know that growing up, and I didn't know that until I started doing research, and this is yeah. obviously you, part you of that. You're the kind of person you don't like because you didn't do your research yet. And I think yeah. a lot of it has to do with a lot of people won't word out like they're... Because it's one thing if you might not be the most well-versed, 
But if you can at least point to some experience you've had, something where you can grasp, like, this is why I believe in God as an idea, or the Judeo-Christian God, or fucking in Hindi, which believe in certain gods. It if, goes back. if you can tie tie something to it, it holds more weight than a line just floating in the air. It goes back to what we were saying early in the show. Basically, have a reason for what you believe and be able to explain it. Yeah, and be honest. Yeah, you don't have to give me some grand voice. Oh, I almost got kicked. No, you just say, you know, I fucking wrecked my bike and I thought I was gonna die. I felt like I survived for a reason. You know, give me something. Yeah, but you don't have to oversell it either. Just your honest, truthful thoughts and have a reason for what you say. Don't yeah. just say shit. Open yeah. that dot that positive dialogue. Yeah, like this is set for with David because he's fucking <laughs> Yeah. Oh, everybody, please note we don't hate David. We just hate David. Well, speaking of David, I'm gonna roast David here for a second because I uh, do. yeah. Ro so roast me one thing David said a few times in some of these episodes, I think specifically he said it in the Love and Beauty episode was something along the lines of, "Don't overthink it. Don't worry about it." Um, when talking about like. Where does love and beauty fr come yeah, from? Where the, does this come from? Where does higher, this come from? Highly abstract stuff. And uh, I would strongly disagree with that because when you don't think about it, that's why yeah. you remain an atheist. I, well, I think, like, as I was saying, it's like in my daily life, I don't tend to think, like, super deeply and stuff. But when it's more introspective, more, I'll start to think about it. I think that's kind of the what I was trying to say, mm -hmm. it's like, because in like daily life, it's not kind of natural to think these highly abstract things like while doing schoolwork, while doing the, you know, the mundane vanity of life does not suit itself well Yeah, for super introspective thoughts. Yeah. I, and that may be just a difference in personality for me. I have to have like, a period of time in the morning and the evening just to like decompress yeah and think about shit because if i don't uh it starts building up and it causes problems so for me like i do have to have time yeah to think and about i mean this. that decompression like as you because like when i get home i have to decompress but like i'll play my guitar i'll do something and kind of de-stress myself mm -hmm. and because like introspection and stuff like that those like super High level dot high abstraction is a little more stressful for me because it it's asking a lot of questions, a lot of stuff that eh, will I ever find an answer? I don't know. So you don't want to think about it. Uh, well, yes and no. Like in day to day life, mm -hmm. I'd probably be <clears throat> like super way more stressed out about everything, and or I could be a full on nihilist. I feel like. It but it being an atheist would stress me out uh, thinking that basically everything's pointless and you're going to die and it well, doesn't I matter. Mean, it's like what, well, when we had my interview, like I, my way of life is like, even though I won't exist afterwards, I still leave an impact. And it's like, Lee, like the scout rule. When you go to a campsite, leave it better or at least the same from whence you came. And that's kind of how I live day to day. 
because even though there's not a spiritual impact on my actions, there's still that reality that whatever I do has something that can, well, it can cause something in someone's life for better or for worse. In the book of David, don't be a dick. Yeah. You know, it's ironic. Both of you guys have biblical names, but neither of you are Christian. Meanwhile, the one guy on the podcast that doesn't have a Christian name is actually yeah, a Christian. I mean, we're, we're, I share the same name with my dad. I wouldn't say it's too Christian at uh, this point. Sure. Yeah. But you know what's crazy? I decompress coming home from work. Mm-hmm. And like on the drive is... I'm usually dead i'm not thinking about anything but then i come home i sit at my desk and then the lights come on it's like oh shit there's a lot to think about now yeah gotcha all right well let's wrap up this episode um what are you guys' final conclusions as we close this series of episodes out well simulation theory just say there's a god already uh kind of got a better understanding of where i stand versus where you guys stand. I'm still an agnostic, but I will play devil's advocate on either side. And I can at least understand and gather where you guys come from with things. Whether or not I believe it or not doesn't matter. At least I can understand and visualize where your thought process is. Even David's. But just even, the void. Just the, the void. Filthy atheist. Just it's been a while void. since we've called him the filthy atheist. Yeah, yeah. Fucking what a atheist. Y'all, y'all need to call atheist. me it more, more often. Dirty. I think he I, likes I it. Filthy, I need disgusting, like twenty times next. Worthless, episode. godless. The atheist. Donald Trumps of religions. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. Please stop. I take that back. I'm sorry about <laughs> that. That was awful. All right. You're well, more like the George H. W. Bush. There's just nothing there. All right. I like the paint pretty gonna, pictures, though. I'm going to make Michael stop talking now. What, yeah. are, what, are, what are your final thoughts, David? I'm pretty much the same, same thing, thing as Michael. Like, getting a better kind of <laughs> idea of that process, Michael's chaotic mess, and you're very clear, concise with what you believe in. You've done your research. And, like, even, like, before and when we've had our own personal conversations about it, and it, it's like, we kind of all agree on, like, respect others people's thoughts and i guess this podcast is really a good exemplary note on that mm-hmm. especially in these days where everyone wants to get up to each other's necks and start fighting yeah um can can i say one comment respecting other people's thoughts sorry simulation theory people i don't respect your thoughts <laughs> uh, well, you you can respect the ideas but the beginning of that one Falls, you're just like yeah there yeah there's no agnostics there i mean has, there's no atheists there's a higher power theory. at play so there's no atheists yeah there's no atheists in simulation there there's a higher power so you kind of can that's agree a, a little that's, bit that's know. a good point i want to use that against atheists that think simulation theory you said that actually i just i said that yeah or, what vu. wow i'm profound just, just pull me up. I, it I might be on forgot. the episode, might be off the episode because I mean, we went on a. Sorry about that. Puppy. That was the dog. <laughs> yeah, that was pup. But yeah, and uh, even though we disagree mm-hmm. on the fundamentals, we agree like on certain things and kind of that unifying aspect of we don't believe the same thing, but we still have good intentions. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I, wish I, I wish I had nice things to say about you guys. I'm just going to roast David. Do it. Yeah, you 
non-god believing look at Hannibal. Um, all right. Well, obviously, I knew where I stood coming into this. So, I mean, like, I wasn't really convinced to to that any of these arguments are faulty. Um, I think atheism in particular has a whole a uh, couple of holes in a, its worldview not a, a lot of holes yeah it a lot of holes i feel like it's a stretch to believe in unless you are content with not having answers to questions of existence such as origins morality and supernatural experiences now granted it does uh supply some answers to some things but to me those answers are not satisfying nor do they go deep enough yeah but i mean that's a human condition with like science and everything you because it's just something we figure out. It's figuring out stuff as we go instead of, oh, yeah, the beginning. God is the beginning. And it's like, for atheists, it's fill in the gap to the beginning and then figure out the rest. Yeah. So it's a very different train of thought. Yeah. For me, I think religion and philosophy kind of have a ways of answering those questions in a more satisfying manner for me. And I think that creates a more holistic worldview when you couple that with science. So, I mean, I'm not going to rely solely on religion, and I don't think you should rely solely on science. I think when you take the best of science and you take the best of religion and philosophy and you put them together, you have a very holistic worldview that makes sense of most things. They aid one another. Yeah. They They fill in the gaps where the other ones don't. Yeah. So... All right, well, I think that's pretty much it. Um, you have any other anything else before we uh, wrap up? I'm going to tell everyone what we have coming up next. It's It's been a hoot and a holler for these series of episodes. I can't really say I've changed my positions any, but I've learned a fucking lot. Yeah, cool. Love you guys. All right, well, basically, uh, quick plug. Uh, follow our social medias at Facing the Gates and send us an email at Facing the Gates Pod. Yes. At gmail.com if you want to uh, get in contact with us and have comments or questions or just want to chat. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I, I, yeah. Or just look at the memes. I mean, Bailey, Bailey roasted me pretty hard on that last one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That was a... Dude, they're great. That, man. You, I'm having fun with the memes. You, you, you got to be there. <laughs> just leave us a comment. Like, yeah. dude, I can't... Was it last episode? Which... It's been a couple episodes, hasn't, hasn't it, since that comment? Which one? That weird one. Bro, I loved it. Uh, oh, the... It was just train of consciousness. Uh, we'll talk about it after, because I don't but, know what you're talking about. But I love the all... The one you told me to look at. The one about Michael? Uh, Michael's face when people say they believe in... No, no, no. The <laughs> comment on YouTube. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Dude, I love oh, gotcha. the comments, and I love the questions. <laughs> yeah, okay, gotcha. Thanks for the so YouTube happy. comment. Yeah, dude. If you follow us, leave comments, interact. Yeah. Like, we love it. Yeah. It's what we crave. It's like water for yeah. plants. I mean, that, that one, like, was a little weird, but I appreciate it. Yeah. Ma- makes you think. And yeah. send us, make memes, too, if you yeah. feel like it. Yeah. Roast send us, me. Send us your memes, and then send I'll post them, and then I won't have to make roast. social media posts. Yeah, roast all of us. I roast don't all care. of us. Roast me especially. Though. All right. Well, anyway, um, uh, real quick before we wrap up this episode, I uh, just want to let you guys know there's not going to be an episode next week. We're going to take a break uh, just because we're going to be starting a new series. Uh, our Obviously, we did the interviews with everyone, and then we did the um, Arguments for God's Existence series of episodes. The next series of episodes we're going to do, being that I'm Christian, 
uh, we're going to do a series called Evaluating Christianity. And we're basically going to start from where we left off. You know, the assumption is that now... The beginning we, of the universe. Well, the assumption starting out is we at least believe in God because we've yeah. given arguments for that. And then we're going to get more specific into why Christianity as opposed to other religions, for example. Um, and we're going to be doing... Some pretty cool, interesting discussions that I'm not going to spoil. But uh, next week there will be no episode, but we will resume uh, episodes the following week. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Feels so. like a dating show, but for religions. Yeah, I guess. I might find sure. mine along the way. <laughs> Maybe you will. <laughs> He's the one that becomes the monk. Michael is the bachelor. The, the only religion on the table is Christianity. So. Or, or, well, I mean, or you yeah. could be explaining against some other religions. Oh, you can have I a might. you can have a hamburger. You can have nothing at all. Well, maybe maybe we'll become Christian by the end of it. Who knows? We'll see. I gotta find a whole new wardrobe. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I got... All right. Well, this has been a uh, a good episode. It's been surprisingly long. Uh, so we're gonna end it here. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks. Yep. Or if you're binge listening to this after the fact, we'll see you whenever you listen to it. Yeah. Love right. you guys. All right. Love you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Have, Bye. A good, have a good day. Y'all do. Y'all okay. Goodbye. Y'all have a good day. Good goodbye. Week, good month. Good hello. Year. Goodbye. Hello. Hello. Goodbye. Goodbye. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>